here tonight if we can. And uh, in the Bible says, when this was noised abroad in the second chapter of Acts, it talks about making a joyful noise unto the Lord in Psalm 100. I want us to break the sound barrier right now. Can we lift our hands and voices? feel the presence of God in this house tonight. Amen. When Jesus shows up, anything can happen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you tonight. You can be seated. Amen. The presence of the Lord. Thank you to all that have gathered and are here tonight. I especially enjoy the way that, that God moves. And Sunday mornings, I like to preach to the city. On Sunday nights, I like to preach to the church, and on midweek services, I preach to the core. Amen. So I thank God for what he's going to do in this house tonight. If I don't know, I don't know. I've got, I've got a bunch up here, and I may or may not touch it, but I feel like telling somebody, and I want you to hear me, that, that uh, number one, the devil is still a liar. You, if you want to know what God what God thinks about you and you hear the voice of the enemy saying you're not, you can just turn that on and say, yes, I am. That's what God thinks about you. And I feel like telling somebody tonight, I want you to hear me. Prayer changes things. Prayer still works. I was thinking about that today. And, uh, and, and, and I, I wrote this down. If prayer cannot do it, it can't be dead. And I feel like, and somebody might feel like your situation's all, I'm going to tell you it ain't over till God says it's over. I don't care what the doctor says, what the banker says, what the lawyer says. God is still working. Let your faith grab onto that tonight. I feel that in the Holy Ghost. I'm reminded of, of a setting of Scripture. It, I, I looked it up tonight in Revelation, the fifth chapter. And again, in Revelation chapter 8, it talks about a place where the prayers of the saints are kept. And, and sometimes we're just building up those prayers until God says, I want you angel to open that vial and, and that sweet odor comes before him and he starts working and starts moving. And, and, and I don't, in, in the natural realm, we see that, that the way that rain comes, it, it, there, there's, a, there's a moisture from the ground that goes up into the air called evaporation. It, it somewhere up in the atmosphere and all, all of that those different droplets of moisture will come together and condense and it ain't very long honey you can mark your you can, it's going to begin to rain 
Amen. And I don't, I don't know if y'all saw this or not, but just in case you didn't, I, I want you to see this. And I asked the media team to help me. I took a picture last night. Uh, did, tomorrow, it's about to rain. You see that? Tomorrow, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I, see, I confused some of y'all. You thought I was talking about what's going to happen outside. I'm talking, I'm talking, it's about to rain, honey. It's about to rain, honey. Praise God. And, and I saw this in Joel 2 and 23. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately. And it's going to come to pass, and he's going to cause it to come down upon you. In the former rain and the latter rain in one month. Let me say it again, honey. Prayer changes things. When you feel like it's all over, pray one more time. When you feel like it ain't going to change, pray one more time. The devil's a liar. My God's still a healer. The devil's a liar. My God can still change situations. The devil's a liar. I don't care what the lawyer says. You can be seated. But I noticed something else. You can put that, that photo back up. There are times, and I, I, if the Lord will help me, I want to talk about this. There are times when rain literally brings, brings a changing of the season. You can see we've been experiencing today or it was yesterday at 9.08 a p.m. We, it, was, it was 72 degrees and, and clear skies. Today it was 85 or 83 degrees. But, but look what happens after the rain comes. The season changes. You never know the effect <laughs> of that prayer you've been praying. Oh, there's some people that are getting it here. Mm, hallelujah. It may, oh my, my, my. <laughs> it may have been a season of backsliding, uh, but I've been praying, uh, and the season's about to change. It may have been a season uh, when it felt like the heavens were brass, uh, but I kept on praying, uh, and oh, honey, uh, the season is about to change. I feel like increasing your faith tonight. You pray one more time because you never know what you're on the cusp of. The enemy is lying to you about your situation because he doesn't want you to pray one more time. But this preacher has come to tell you you're about to change the season. It's revival time. It's revival time. CLT, can I tell you? It's harvest time. (laughs) 
it's harvest time. Oh, somebody clap your hands and clap and love the Lord if you believe it. amazing what happens you know and, and oh boy it's amazing what happens every weekday morning 9 30 a.m there is a bell that rings that lets every investor know anybody that's got any money that if you'll put your money into this market you'll have the opportunity to grow that money or lose some money the basic rule of investing is you've got you've to put in when the, when, when the buying's low and you need to sell when the, when the selling is high. Amen. Investors know that you've got to keep your eye on, 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 on the political structure and mergers and acquisitions and hostile takeovers and to ensure that, that your investment is not squandered and wasted. I'm here to tell you that, oh, God help me. I, if you can receive it, there are times, oh my, uh, in the economy of heaven. <laughs> when a prayer has a whole lot more value. When you put it in and when God sends the answer. I feel like just talking. I, I'm, not even, I'm not even past the first paragraph. But when you feel like you shouldn't pray, that's the moment you need to pray because the value of your prayers are very high. When you, Mike, when you don't feel like going to church, that's when you ought to go to church. When you don't feel like fasting, that's when you ought to fast. And I'm here to tell you that in every season, God wants you to be fruitful. Whew. Praise God. Is it right if I do a little bit of revival teaching tonight? If I put into the foundation of revival tonight and, and allow God to, to put it where he wants it to go and for us to enjoy a season change tonight. I don't intend on being long. Psalm the first, the first Psalm, Psalm 1, will be our launching place tonight. And I will be cognizant of the time. And I can tell I won't finish this tonight. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Isn't this interesting? It's talking about a, the man that starts out walking, then he's standing, and then he finds himself sitting. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> we don't need to be doing less for God. We need to be doing more for God. The longer you're in church, the more you, you ought to be busy about the kingdom's business. Oh, my. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. This man is going to be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water 
that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Why? His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Mm. Praise God. You may be seated tonight. I know that folks still have work during revival, and, and I am cognizant of that fact. Tonight, I feel like just teaching, we'll have a time of prayer, perhaps even in our pew, and we will come back on Friday. Amen. Should the Lord tarry. Genesis 1 and 14 is a phenomenon that God created for every human being. It doesn't matter if your last name is Gates, Zuckerberg, Fishburne, you know, all those guys hang out together, or Hopkins, or, you know, Craig. It doesn't matter. You are subject to a law. Every man that woke up this morning was given the same gift. Doesn't matter where he is, this landscape of earth, and it's called time. Time. Everybody was given the same 24 hours today. In fact, in Genesis 1 and 14, the Bible says that God said, let there be lights in the firmament of heaven to divide the day from the night. And those lights are going to have a purpose. They're going to be for signs and for seasons, for days and for years. Following the, the flood, the deluge that happened in Noah's day, the Lord, uh, it was written in Genesis 8 and 22, where the writer says, while the earth remaineth, there's going to be seed time, time to plant seeds. There's going to be a time to harvest, a time of cold, of heat, summer and winter, day and night are not going to cease. The psalmist is, is just in awe of the power of God. And he begins to write in Psalm 104, Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great, and thou art clothed with honor and majesty. And, and I will cut some of this out, but he, he says in verse 19 that he appointed the moon for seasons, and the sun knoweth his going down. The wisest man to have ever lived was nearing the very crucial time in his life. And he sat down on his back porch in his rocking chair. And he asked a servant to come and begin to write as he would ponder the things of his life. And he said to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which has been planted. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. Is it okay if I, if I move? To, there's a time when, you, when you've got to weep and a time to laugh. A, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And it goes on. And at the end of this setting, he says, there's a time to love, a time to hate, 
There's a time of war and a time of peace. Brothers and sisters, one thing that we must understand that no matter the season that we're in, for every season, there is something that we can do to be fruitful. So if you're in a season when you need to be planting, don't frustrate the season by trying to pluck up. If you're in a season when you ought to be weeping, don't put on a fake Pentecostal front and go about laughing because you'll frustrate the season that you're in. Oh yeah, there was a man by the name of David that should have been out at war, but he stayed back. And the result of him not doing the right thing in the right season. Mm, the Holy Ghost help me I know I don't got a lot of time but there are mm, my God. if you'll do the right thing in the season that you're in God will keep you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence amen let me move on so God has a role about I'm going to get to my point. Around this framework called time. God is not subject to time like we are. And I'm going to show you here. The Lord declares to Job. He declares to Job his power. By asking Job a question. Oh, God help me right now. (laughs) Did you, have you ever realized, and I just, I just feel like saying this, that sometimes God will reveal himself to you by giving you a question about him. Man. (laughs) And, 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 And the Lord asked Job, he says, do you know the time when the wild goats of the rock bring forth and can you mark when when the hinds do calf can you number the months that they fulfill and do you know that time when they bring forth what God is telling Job is that Job I've got my finger on the pulse of everything that's happening in your life you may be questioning why but Job I know why There's not even a sparrow that falls that I don't even see it. Uh, The very hair, I feel like the very hairs of your head uh, are numbered by God. And, and, And so we see in Isaiah, the 60th chapter, that the Lord says to his people, Arise and shine, for thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee for for there's going to be darkness that covers the earth and gross darkness to people but the lord is going to rise upon thee and his glory is going to be seen upon thee then in verse 22 it says yeah a little one is going to become as a thousand and a small one is become going to become a strong nation 
And this is what God says, and I want us to hear this tonight. He says, I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. <laughs> it's almost like God. He sees it all. And when he's ready, when he's ready, he'll move the hands right where they need to be. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end here. Jeremiah is, is a man that is called of the Lord. The Bible, he, 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 in Jeremiah 1 and 4 through verse 12, you can read it later. He's talking about how, Jeremiah, I've called you, I've ordained you, I've got a purpose for your life. And then at the end of this, he says, Jeremiah, can you tell me what it is that you see? In Jeremiah 1 and 11 he says, God, I see the rod of an almond tree. And the Lord says to Jeremiah as a sign of, of my calling on your life. Oh, God help. He says, you've seen well. And I want you to know, Jeremiah, that I will hasten my word to perform it. <laughs> There are some that feel like, God, I've got a call. I feel like you've got a purpose for my life. And, and I don't know when it's going to come to pass. I'm here to tell you, brother. I'm here to, you just stay in the presence of God. You stay in a place of prayer. Because when God says it's time. There ain't nothing the enemy can do to stop it. I always thought that that's, you know, God just goes through and, 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 and just moves time forward. You can be seated, but it's really not the case. When I look deeper into this, the Lord tells Jeremiah, Jeremiah, you've seen correctly. You've seen right. I feel like telling, oh man, I feel like telling someone today, mm, what you saw in prayer, you saw it right. What you felt in prayer, you felt it right. God's spoken it, and he will make it good. God isn't a man that he should lie. Pastor Fishburne, do you see the sanctuary filled? Do you see the altars busy? Do you see the baptistry? The water's troubled. You've seen right. Feel the Holy Ghost. Be seated tonight. But 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 what the Lord is saying is Jeremiah, when you look at this in the original writing, he says, I am watching over my word to see <laughs> that it's fulfilled. God's got his eye on you. He's got his, he's got his ears attentive to that prayer request. And he's working. Somebody hear me right now. He's working. The season's about to change. There's a time, there was another time in our Bible. And I'm coming to a close. Maybe I'll finish this on Friday. When God tells the children of Israel... 
I am going to show you who it is that I choose. And he says, I want every man from these tribes to take their staff and lay it before me. In Numbers 17 and 8, it came to pass the next day, the very next day, that Moses went into the tabernacle of witness. And behold, the rod of Aaron for the house of Levi. You got to see what happens here. The, it, the rod budded. It brought forth fruits. It bloomed blossoms. And it yielded fruit. You know what's amazing about this? Is that it takes an almond tree five to 12 years before it ever produces any fruit. What would ordinarily take oh God, five to 12 years for man to do, God can do in one night. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you heard me. What would ordinarily take five to 12 years for man to do, it takes God one night. You mean to tell me you didn't have to go through 12 steps to get to live? Oh no, I went to a meeting one night. You mean to tell me you didn't have to get a bunch of cigarette nicorette patches to get? No, I went to the house of God one night. You mean to tell me uh, that you don't desire no, I, one night? Well, praise God, I got to page two of six. God knows how. I feel like telling someone, don't make your something that's seasonal a lifetime. devil is trying to get somebody to accept that this is the way things have always been this is the way things are going to always be but I've come with a word tonight I've come with a word tonight the season is about to change there's a man who says the chains of habit are too light to be felt until they're too heavy to be broken and that's true but what about when God steps in I read that one touch of the anointing it doesn't just break the yoke something that's broken can be put back put back together but but he destroys. Somebody, oh, church, 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 hear me. Do you feel like praying one more prayer? 
do you feel like telling God one more time? God, I want you to change the season. And when you wake up tomorrow morning and you step outside and you see that rain that begins to descend from the heavens and the natural, I want you to tell yourself, that is the answer that I've been praying. It's on its way. And on Friday when you step outside and you feel that the chill weather of power.